Thanks for tuning into the Tom Nicola podcast, the audio version of my written articles. Like my website, I don't load my content with advertisements, but I do want to mention a couple of things I personally offer. First, the Nicola newsletter. Each Thursday, I send out my latest blog post and a popular article from my archive, along with other valuable content I've come across from the previous week. My subscribers love getting their newsletter because it contains more than my own articles. Of course, it's free. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Second, when you're ready to get serious about your health and fitness and want an efficient and effective program to follow, join Vigor Training. You get access to all of my workout programs for just $29 per month. Learn more and join at tomnicola.com slash vigor, V-I-G-O-R. On to the article. What is vaccine-induced prothrombotic immune thrombocytopenia, or VIPIT? Good news for those who develop vaccine-induced prothrombotic immune thrombocytopenia after getting the COVID-19 vaccine. You might survive if you get treated soon enough after symptoms appear. If you've never heard of VIPIT, you're not alone. It's a brand new health condition caused by the new vaccines. VIPIT is one of many different adverse events reported so far. The May 7, 2021 VAERS report contained 192,954 total adverse events, including 4,057 deaths, 17,190 serious injuries, 297 miscarriages or premature births, 1,950 cases of Bell's palsy, 181 cases of Jillian-Barr syndrome, and 55,220 cases of anaphylaxis. What is vaccine-induced prothrombotic immune thrombocytopenia, VIPIT? Vaccine-induced prothrombotic immune thrombocytopenia seems to be uniquely connected to the Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca vaccines. Quote, VIPIT is characterized by the presence of two conditions concurrently, thrombosis, often in unusual sites like cerebral sinus veins or splenic veins, and thrombocytopenia, American College of Cardiology. To make things a little more confusing, VIPIT is also called vaccine-induced immune thrombotic thrombocytopenia, or VITT, and thrombotic thrombocytopenia syndrome, or TTS. Quote, in those who develop VIPIT, the vaccine seems to induce production of antibodies causing massive activation of platelets via the FC receptor resembling heparin-induced thrombocytopenia, HIT, but without previous contact with heparin, HIT mimicry. Thaler J. et al. In the case of VIPIT, some of the following symptoms appear 4 to 28 days after vaccination. This is important because people typically think of adverse events as taking place within 48 hours. That's not the case here. Symptoms of thrombosis, back pain, blurred vision, double vision, multiple sm small bruises, persistent and severe headache, seizures, swelling and redness in a limb, 
blood blisters, chest or abdominal pain, focal neurological symptoms, pallor or coldness in a limb, reddish or purplish spots, shortness of breath, and unusual bleeding. Most VIPIT cases have occurred in otherwise healthy people under 50 who did not have previous or pre-existing health conditions. Rates are higher in women than in men as well. If not treated quickly, mortality rates are as high as 50%. Thanks to one patient's medical team, the Journal of Thrombosis and Hemostasis was able to publish a detailed case report of this 62-year-old woman. The complete case report is available on that, in that journal, the Journal of Thrombosis and Hemostasis. I've summarized it below. Published case study. She developed flu-like symptoms the day after vaccination, treated herself, and felt better the day after that. She then took a short trip and cross-country skied for several hours in Austria. On the fifth day, she developed chills, self-medicated, and felt better the next day. On the eighth day, she bit her lip and developed a large hematoma. The next day, she noticed another hematoma on her ankle and that her gums were bleeding. After much testing, the doctors diagnosed her vipit. Her treatment included a fibrinogen concentrate, HIT-compatible anticoagulation, with a short-acting danaparoid sodium, immunoglobulins, prednisone, and oral apixaban. That's a lot of medication to offset the effects of a vaccine you could argue she didn't need. Think for yourself. Don't let a celebrity do it for you. Based on all of the celebrity endorsements, the pleading and incentivizing by Democratic governors, and the shaming by mainstream media of those who choose not to get vaccinated, you might believe the vaccine is safe and well-proven. But unfortunately, that could not be further from the truth. While it is true, the vast majority of people who've gotten the vaccine are alive and well today, they're not without risk. In addition, there's no long-term safety data to show they'll be fine long-term. Finally, don't forget that none of these vaccines were available a year ago, and previous mRNA vaccine trials on animals have led to numerous problems. The fact of the matter is, those who've been vaccinated are willing participants in a long-term safety study. Unfortunately, we won't know the results of that study for years to come. Meanwhile, there is a risk in short-term adverse events as well, which cost the lives of more than 4,000 people so far, many of whom were young and healthy when they died. In the end, if you decide to get the vaccine or already did, that's your choice but it's no more virtuous than those who choose not to get it.